Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 29. Do you know what that means? We're almost at 30. That's literally what it means, don't you know? That's what I was going to say. We have very low expectations. I'm Jesse Smiles. <laughs> and I'm Lily Marston, and it's just I'm so proud of us. We just keep counting. <laughs> We're like, after 28 comes 29, but it really is so exciting. I saw a comment today, right before we started filming. It was very sweet. It was like, I know, you know, Jesse struggles with consistency. <laughs> Lily does too. But yeah, they were just like really proud that you guys, you know, you did it. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Speaking of consistency, I just saw that Trisha Paytas uh, apparently is Mm -hmm. celebrating 16 years on YouTube today. And she- Holy shit. This bitch says that she has up, and I believe her, that she has uploaded every week for 16 years. Oh yeah, she has. Nobody uploads like Trisha Paytas uploads. I mean, you know- I'm not going to say all of the (laughs) uploads were a good choice. I am going to say, wow, that is fucking impressive. (laughs) Isn't it? I mean, I have been on YouTube since 2013 and I have just a little over like 100 videos. (laughs) Do the math on something like that. To be honest, I was consistent when I was at Clever because I was always in at least one video, if not multiple. So I feel like that hopefully makes up for my lack of consistency. I'm going to be 100% honest. If we weren't doing this together this wouldn't be a thing. Like, I just would absolutely not have shown up after, like, the third or fourth one. I would have been like, uh, maybe not. You need the dual accountability. Exactly. That being said, I do have a cruise in March, and I'm going to need some time off. Or do we pre-film? What do we do? We got to talk about this. Yeah, maybe off camera, but, um... (laughs) You don't want to workshop it in front of everyone? Well, we'll see what happens. But anyway, guys, oh, are you excited for me? First of all, I'm going on a cruise. Hello? You guys know? Her favorite thing in the world besides, like, escape rooms. Uh, But... Got to bring my kids. You know what I mean? Not as fun. Is it just you, Nassim, and the kids? No, it's like my whole family. Oh, so like make them babysit. Yeah, facts. Like, oh my God, I'll go get us drinks. And then just don't come back. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Jesse? I think she went overboard. Um, Guys, today's episode is going to be a doozy, a mess, a disaster. Well, I, yeah, here's the thing is we have topics, but like we... The, the topics are like very multifaceted, one might say. So mm. like we can't dive completely into them, but we want to talk about parts of them. Mm. Yeah, what she said. What do you want to start I know. With? I, let's just start with, I'm, I'm kind of high. So you lead the way and um, enlighten me on who Michaela is. Oh my God. Okay, so this one I'm kind of excited about because I'm, I, you know me, I'm on TikTok. I do be scrolling and I know all about the Michaela Nagara like drama, which you say you literally don't even know who she is. Truly show me a picture of her right now because okay. I do not think I've ever seen her in my life. I might just not know the name. We've talked about her on this podcast we and have. that's why I'm concerned for your memory just as a whole. <laughs> Hold on, let me get, let me pull What have we talked here. about? What is she? I don't know, but I remember saying her name and I probably said, I don't know who that is. Here she is. Mm-hmm. Okay, she looks like kind of familiar, maybe. No. So there's multiple dramas going on with Michaela. I feel like she's been getting into shit every... She was fine for a couple years. You know, like she was a small, you know, TikToker. I literally remember seeing her TikToks when she was living at her parents' house. She had like one little makeup cabinet. Like it was like a whole thing. <laughs> of course, Jesse got in early. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> but um, then it fucking, you know, evolved really quickly. She blew up. She's one of the biggest makeup influencers on TikTok, which good for her. And with that comes, you know, some cancellations. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God. We, what you do? And especially, we've talked about this. TikTok is the town square where they burn witches at the stake. Stakes at the witches. Stake at the witches. <laughs> 
So she's been in a couple dramas. <laughs> and honestly, I've always found them kind of fucking stupid. One of them was that she did a TikTok. She had like an um, eating separate spam TikTok type of thing where she would just like eat and talk on camera. So she was eating uh, a salad and she was talking about like how she wakes up. How Being an influencer is hard. That was like her whole thing because someone was like, oh, get a nine to five. You know what everybody tells us. Like get a nine to five and see how that is, which like, Fair enough. Like, I've had a 9 to 5. They fucking suck. <laughs> like, I can't do that. You know, I'm feeling like a fucking asshole today. So, um, I'm gonna clap back at people because I'm tired. I'm so tired. Every single day, I get up at 6 a.m. I spend about 5 to 6 hours filming video content. That ranges from 3 to 4 videos. And I spend a few hours editing that video content. Then I have to work on my other social media profiles, whatever it may be. Instagram, whatever. It's fucking marketing. Then I'm in meetings from 12 to 5. I literally just finished working. It's 519. Try being an influencer for a day. Try it. Because the people who say it's easy are so far out of their minds. Try it for a day. You know, she just said it a very like stupid way and the internet ate her up. Like it was one of the highest like used sounds on TikTok for a couple weeks where everyone was like saying like really simple tasks and being like, you try it for a day, like using the sound that she did. Anyway, so she got reamed for that. Then she literally made a TikTok like addressing that and being like, oh, like, but it was kind of like making fun of it too. And then that was like one drama. Then recently she got outed by a waitress that served her and said that she was like really rude. Um, do you want to watch? that actually i think we yeah. should yeah i do the reason why it's hard to find is because the waitress did delete it because she ended up getting a lot of hate or she went they private always do one time when i was serving back in boston i noticed someone come in and that person was like michaela like the beauty girl you know i was like thank you so much for going to blah 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 i'm so like excited to be able to take care of you like if you need anything please let me know and i basically was just like we're so happy to have you here like and her dad was like, who's we? Like, why are you like so excited to have her here? And I was like, oh, like everyone knows Michaela. Like a couple of us are really big fans of her work. And she immediately like gave me such a death stare. And I was like, thanks. I'll be honest, her fiance was so nice. Like he was so, so sweet. She was just like very, very rude. And like, I don't know, with any normal person, like you can tell when like the table's energy is off. And like, I could just like immediately tell that like she hated me. And then Michaela ended up commenting on this girl, the waitress's TikTok and said, I'm sorry you had this experience with me. I struggle really bad with social anxiety and I usually shut down and become awkward in public. I really never mean to appear rude. I just am very shy and usually not sure what to say. I am always nervous that I come off the wrong way due to this, but I absolutely didn't hate you and your service was great. And my dad is just a sarcastic asshole. He meant no harm at all. He gets excited when people recognize me. I wish I was more social and easier to talk to. Cody definitely helps me to be more comfortable in situations. Truly, I meant no harm at all. And I'm very sorry that you did not have the experience meeting me that you maybe hoped for. I am working on the social anxiety and hope to improve on it because I know my supporters deserve better interactions with me in person. But I hope, you know, I really never meant to make you feel that way. And the food was delicious so that was nice right could have well, been a lot different what's crazy is after this Michaela dm'd the waitress okay and the waitress ended up showing it I hope I can find it but if I don't it was just something like the same kind of sentiment of like hey I'm really sorry whatever the waitress did not answer Michaela's message which you don't have to like you don't issue an apology because you want something in return yeah. how many times do I have to fucking say that this is what just got me she then posts this in the midst of like the middle of the drama of the waitress everyone's talking about it on tiktok everyone's commenting and she says this like towards the end but it just makes it a little bit more sultry by the way if you saw that uh waitress uh story uh yeah she's full of shit so uh what yeah <laughs> fuck you dude I don't really want to give a f free clout because she's fucking lying, but I did personally apologize to her and she fucking left me on red. Very mature. Uh, but yeah, she's fucking lying, so. But I still apologize because I never want to make anyone feel 
like I'm, uh, you know, trying to be rude or anything like that. But nah, uh, she's lying. So I am definitely a asshole, but I am not rude. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I can be a bitch, huh? but like I'm not. There's a difference. <laughs> the way she twisted and dramatized everything just was very unusual to me. Anyways, back to the positivity we radiate on this page. Okay, when I first saw that, and then you look at all the comments, are people just getting her ass cheeks and motorboating it and just be like, it's okay, Michaela. Like, what? Huh? Bro, what she just did was so fucking crazy. Like, do you guys not understand this? I don't understand. Okay, whether you're. <laughs> Literally, my reaction when I first saw this. Whether you like Michaela or not, you have to understand. She fully admitted to it, said, hey, like, this was my social anxiety, which is fair enough. I wanna, like, actually, really I'm so quickly, confused. just. I know. I want to draw a comparison super quickly to when I saw a video by Natalia Taylor, okay? And it was like titled like the rudest YouTubers I've ever met or something like that. And I was one of them, okay? That, but yeah. Oh yeah, sister. Wait, Let's get into it, I, shall we? I'm laughing because they're, I, I don't even know how to explain, but continue. I used to be friends with someone who knew <laughs> Natalia. Lily, I swear to God, you need to shut up. So I was friends with someone who knew Natalia. I was trying to, you know, meet them at Playlist because we had been talking online for a long time, but we had never met in person. Now I was like six or seven months pregnant with Noah. Playlist when you're pregnant is a fucking horrible idea. Like I was so overwhelmed. I was so stressed out. My feet hurt. I was miserable. I was anxious. Like it was just a mixture of just disaster. And I finally got to meet them in passing, like by the elevators. And Natalia in particular, I'll never forget, she gave me like a really strong hug. Like it was really strong to the point that I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like it was just like, I, I was just kind of like, <gasps> like I'm so anxious that I was just like, what what's happening? Like I couldn't, I think she might've been like tipsy or something. I don't know. I'm a person that doesn't love affection. Like I was gonna say, you're not like a huge hugger. No, I'm not. My, my dad is super anti like loving. <laughs> I mean, he loves me, but he doesn't like, he's not gonna ever grab me and be like, give me a hug. So I kind of got that from him and I just, I give hugs, but my brother always says I hug like a spider. Like I go like this, like I'm just like, I put my hands in and just let whoever hug me and I'm just kind of like awkward like that. I don't know why. I will occasionally give a good hug. Okay, I'm not a monster. But anyway, it was just a lot for me because I'm not used to that. And I was pregnant and I was just like, whoa, what the fuck is happening? So I kind of like pulled away a little bit. I vividly remember just being like, oh, nice to meet you. Like very like awkward. And she said in her video, I, it's probably still up. I don't know if she deleted it or not. But she said basically that I was like really like, I didn't seem excited and I didn't like reciprocate. I was just kind of like, oh, like things, like whatever. Like what, and I, I probably was like, I don't know. So I commented something very similar to what Michaela commented commented which is like hey playlist is super overwhelming and I'm really sorry that I like you know was acting weird like I just get so like it wasn't intentional I, know what to do. I mean obviously not I would never you know me like I would never fucking do that on purpose like I'm not an idiot, but um, it <laughs> we're just, people pleasers. We would do the opposite, literally. But I was tired and a bunch of fucking things. Whatever. It's not. It's no excuse. If if I made someone feel bad, like it is what it is. So I commented that, you know, and then a bunch of people were actually commenting like, "Hey, like Jesse was pregnant because she mentioned I was pregnant." They're like, yeah. "Jesse was pregnant. Like when you're seven months pregnant, like you don't want to do shit. Like you know, like they were just kind of like." And I was like, "Guys, it's like that was her experience with me. It's fine." I remember I messaged her on Twitter and I told her like, "Hey, like I'm serious. Like if I made you feel that way." I'm really sorry. Like I, I genuinely did not mean, like, I don't, 
have any sort of dislike for you at yeah, all. Yeah, it wasn't like a purposeful shade that you were trying to. At all. And she was like, oh, that's really sweet. Thank you for messaging me, whatever. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I kind of went through something similar where it's like someone publicly says you were rude, which is not a good feeling. You feel like, I'm not rude. What? Like, you know, like you just feel, but then you have to understand like maybe I fell short in that moment and that person felt hurt because she said like, I was a big fan of Jesse's and she had these like high expectations meeting me and I fell short. And, and that's actually my biggest fear, like going to those events and like, I don't know if you've experienced this too, but like when you do meetups and stuff, you're like always on and trying to like play this like ultimate character of yourself so that you don't disappoint the people that really like you because they have this expectation Absolutely. of you. And so I fell short in that moment and it is what it is. Now, had I done all that, commented and all that stuff and then just been like, by the way, when Natalia said she's a fucking liar, yeah, like don't apologize if then you're gonna completely invalidate it right after what's the point of apologizing to begin with and because you didn't get the reaction to the apology you wanted then you take it back like what then you just look like an asshole i honestly when i saw this and people let this go i personally saw this and i was like oh that is a character that is showing her true self like i'm not saying she's like a bad person or whatever but that was weird. This says leaps and bounds more about her than any kind of yep. waitress interaction. Are you kidding? I, I, that blew me away because of how like quick she was to flip flop her whole- Everything. Then to say like, oh, I apologize to her anyway, as if she's some kind of martyr that like, oh, I was the bigger person. Guess what? You're not the bigger person the second you invalidate the apology and say that she's I'm gonna be 100% honest. This like low key triggers me. I feel like it in our intelligence as like a audience just the way that she's saying like I apologized anyway just because people don't just apologize for things they don't do I'm sorry maybe if you're interrogated by like for hours by the police but that's not the case here I might apologize for something I didn't do if you like waterboard me into it like I'm not gonna fucking just do that on a Saturday just to make you feel better especially if I can just publicly like if it's like a character like when, when Natalia said the thing about me I was like I remember that interaction and I could see how she saw it that way which is exactly what Michaela thought when she left those comments she's like oh shit she read that that way so you know she's not fucking lying Michaela didn't even just apologize she admitted that she did so you don't admit yep. you're wrong if you're not you might apologize, but you kind of would beat around the bush maybe or be a little vague. No, she was very specific. She explained everything that happened and she apologized for it. And then she says she's a fucking liar. Then what were you like? As a socially anxious person, I'm sorry, but like, it's not an excuse to be rude or mean. And listen, if that is the reason that it happened, learn from it. Just be like, hey, fuck, that's not what I meant to do. This is why it happened. Next time I'm gonna make a big effort, which is kind of what she did in the beginning. And then she got it and wiped her ass with it. Her initial response was fine. She said but you that know, and I was I, like, I have such a, like, true. my feelers are always out for people like this, which is like, I'm giving you an apology. What are you giving me? <laughs> like, now retract it, take down the video, do this, do that. Like, you know she wanted her to take down the video video this is old kind of at this point but it's so telling to me like we're gonna move into like the more recent drama with Michaela but this one was where I was like how are people like everybody y'all okay with this like it's not to cancel her but it's to understand that this is a person that is like extremely 
I don't even know what the word would be to describe what this is, but it's like, yeah, it was like fickle's too nice. Yeah. <laughs> Manipulative, honestly. Like, it's just like uh, weird. That as hell. was crazy. That was like, I wasn't expecting that. And I know that's not even a huge deal at all. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't even know who this person is. But question. Also, with her makeup tutorials, does she usually like go off script of the makeup like that? No, never. <laughs> because that was so random never. too. It was just like, oh, makeup, makeup, makeup. By the never. way. The thing is that I feel, and we'll get more into it because I I think the the new drama kind of like gets more into this but I think she's not handling her newfound fame I mean she has 14 million followers okay and I think that she's really not understanding how this internet thing works and it's fucking her up and I'll get more into why I think that but the other drama that came up, and I think this might have actually been before the waitress thing where it started, is her use of filters. So basically, I noticed this, okay? So when she comes up on my For You page, I literally have witnessed myself, her skin go from like perfectly blurred and then she'll kind of shift her face and it'll be super textured and then kind of jump back, okay? And that is like not, I'm not like trying to accuse her of any, I know she uses the filter, like the beauty filter. And it, I mean, uh, unless her skin jumps from texture to not. Which like, you know, whatever. No, not whatever. So here's a- Does she say she doesn't though? I, I don't think she's ever publicly addressed because I know when she addressed this newest controversy, people were like, well, talk about like your filter use or whatever. And, and people were kind of frustrated with her. She did recently say, I don't use a body filter. Like I don't, adjust my body what the fuck does that like mean? when she has full like, body to change the shape of yeah her... like the kardashians do, do they... in like video hold on i want to put this video i've never seen this but oh okay she did address it hold on hold on hold on okay wait 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 maybe she did address it because i'm seeing right here <laughs> no filter is the name of this tiktok let's let's watch this hold up hold up Zero filter on my face. You fuckers that keep saying there's a filter on my face piss me off. There is no filter on my face. I got good ass lighting, of course. And if you block. Okay, people were noting things like this how in a video her hair will like literally disappear. What do you think, Photoshop expert? I. It's hard to say because honestly, it doesn't. Maybe that... it looks like hair stuck to her? Yeah, because like look above it. Like it doesn't look that filter. Like that's awfully, you could see all of her pores. I also am not super familiar with like Beauty filter, video yeah. filters as much as like I could Photoshop something, but I will say lighting does do much more than you would think and like angles with the lighting. But I definitely, I mean like she definitely uses a filter. I believe that, but don't a lot of people though. Why is that such a controversy? Well, uh, here's the thing. If you're going to respond like this, this is my issue. When you're saying you fuckers are saying I'm using a filter. Where the fuck do you get oh, that? Like it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. no, then okay, I that's literally like her. She's just the way she addresses things. I'm like, girlfriend, let's sit down. Call me. Call me sometime. Let me teach you how this internet thing works because this is gonna bite you in the ass so quick your head's gonna spin. Like, the thing that really always gets me is when people say something as if they're talking to like a select group of people. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> when you upload, everyone we can see it. Well, here, okay. I don't necessarily give a fuck if someone uses a filter. My issue with her specifically is the number one denial. Okay, because Denial Angel's river in Egypt. Is that what they say? I don't know. Um, but, you know, <laughs> you know, I always got to throw a little <laughs> zest in there. That's the saying, you know. She sells beauty products for a living. 
Okay. And I feel like as a society. Oh, so, to, so to be able to advertise. Yeah. I feel like as a society, we yeah. all decided a long time ago that if you're going to sell skincare or makeup, it's like, fuck, can you just show me what it actually looks like? I'm a bad person to like be discussing that because I'm not right, someone that's, that's like true. looking at the beauty. Mar- like I buy my CoverGirl foundation from CVS. So I'm not really looking at beauty influencers. So I don't really care. And like, I know I personally, I'm not going to shit on someone for using a beauty filter. I'll filter stuff or Photoshop photoshop out as it i'm not gonna lie but i'm also not putting myself out there as a beauty influencer that has like skin uh, you know yeah i mean i've bought one makeup product because of michaela i know kathleen has bought a bunch and talked about it on her channel like hey michaela loves this so like i wanted to try it like she is very influential Mm -hmm. in the beauty space and i will know i feel like she's doing it less now that she's been called out for it but like i feel like before if you could like scroll really far back i feel like her whatever i don't give a no but generally it makes i don't now that i'm thinking about like if you're recommending and reviewing beauty products then you want to see how they actually look when you're doing it and if you're filtering and yeah. then you're not gonna get the actual I'm just saying that for like transparency's sake like just to explain the drama I don't personally give a flying fuck if she uses a filter or not but in good context generally understand why people would be upset about that exactly so that was basically one of the other dramas and then we go to the most recent drama which is between Michaela and Rich Lux that's how it started but it really kind of um progressed since then now I want to say something really quick I don't really know much about him that's what I was gonna say Rich Lux is a lot the things I have heard hasn't he put out like fake police reports and shit and like Rich Lux is absolutely known for like completely inflating the truth he's flat out lied I don't know how he hasn't been sued yet he's very like he clickbaits tragedies and does like really fucked up shit I don't personally fuck with Rich Lux like that like I think he's a little bit too (laughs) irresponsible with his platform and he finds it like all like haha funny. And I think that there is a haha funny element to talking about drama and stuff, but then you have to remember there is a responsibility that comes with that as well. And I feel like he doesn't. I was going to say, I mean, yeah, we have a good time, but like I would hope that we have a level of humanity that we do it with. So I'm going to be honest. I don't know the origin video that prompted Michaela to um, respond in the way that she did. I know that he talked about Cody. You know what? Let me, I have to find it because. Cody's the fiance. Yeah, so. People are now talking about Michaela and Cody, which is Michaela's lover, because Cody's ex made a TikTok. Okay, you ready? You ready? Leave a like, leave a comment. Here we go. Cody's ex enters the chat, and she put right here, when your ex starts dating someone TikTok famous. <gasps> oh my God, make sure you follow me, because I'm TikTok famous too now. Let me know what you think about that drama. Do you think she's going to spill some tea? You think she's going to spill some tea on what Cody's really like? <laughs> if Cody calls her in the middle of the night, Michaela, let me tell you about what she's doing. The tea girl, right here. She has a tea. Why are we acting like there's some huge? Okay, but that's that's Rich Lux's thing. So like, there's like, nothing, and he'll just be like, look, and it's like so. He's a caricature of a drama channel. I feel. So that was it. Honestly, that's really mild. Who cares? That was not like that was the dumbest video ever. There was no tea there. This was Michaela's response. Oh no. Two more things. Rich Lux. I, I now like to call him Rich Sucks because every fucking video he posts about me is inflated and lacks any sort of media literacy and no research and just, 
you suck, dude. I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, you can post about me as much as you want. Like, go for it. I understand you get lots of views, engagement, whatever, by talking about me because I'm a hot fire topic. But, like, <laughs> um, don't fucking talk about Cody. Okay. I knew you'd like that. Cody doesn't even have social media. Cody is a recovering addict. He is going through sobriety and AA. And um, honestly, the fact that you made a video about him, that's fucking. And I know that you're probably going to post this on your fucking IG and TikTok and whatever. Good. Put this clip in there. Cody does not deserve to be spoken about on social media. I understand that his ex posted a video saying, oh my God, I dated Cody. There is no tea there. That is someone he went through treatment with, he met in treatment. They were both drug addicts. Of course, they've been through some shit together. <laughs> why, are we, why are we still talking? Um, but uh, yeah, no, keep Cody's fucking name out of your mouth. Um, it's just weird in general that you're talking about him. Like, he appears in my videos sometimes. You barely hear him, ta hear him talk in my videos. He's, he's not a social media person. Yes, I put my life online, but um, no, we're not going to do that to recovering addicts. Mention one more time that he's a recovering um, and addict. Good Jesus Christ. Cody's the best fucking person I've ever met, so that's it. I knew oh you were going to feel God. the same way I felt, and that's why... Listen, guys, we may have the unpopular opinion because everybody... I already know what you think, but like everybody was like... Rich sucks, you're so obsessed with Michaela, you know, whatever, which I'm not going to disagree with. Like, he might be. But also, I think that Rich Lux, as irresponsible as he can be, because he really is with like, I don't think this was actually one of the moments where he was irresponsible. I think he has said and done a lot of things that, you know, he needs to be careful with when it comes to reporting news. News, quote unquote. But Michaela, girl. He wasn't even, he hadn't even made anything up. Well, yeah. here's the thing. The only reason I knew, and this was even before this TikTok, that Cody was an addict to begin with, a recovering addict, was because Michaela made a whole TikTok about it. And that's fine. Okay. That's obviously, you know, that's her fiance. And he's obviously, you know, communicated with her that that's fine to share. Obviously, that's fine. But I feel like, you know, there's a ton of TikToks. Every TikTok is talking about Cody or something about Cody. I literally remember when she went on a first date with him. Like from that moment to now, we've known every single step of the way. And one thing that I have to say is it, it doesn't mean that what I'm about to say is fair or right. So I don't want anyone to misconstrue what I'm about to say and be like, well, Jesse, but that's that, whatever. I'm just telling you how it is. Cause there's certain things in this world that you just have to understand that's how the fuck it is. When you give people access to your life, online and you are famous online you are allowing them to have ammunition to hurt you and the people you they love. feel entitled to further information once you open that door people know that i have a husband people know that i have kids they know certain aspects right but they don't know enough about the dynamic of my life or the people in my life or like the vulnerable things about the people in my life that i love they don't know enough about that to hurt me so when people like in the drama days when i would fucking get into drama people would throw really ridiculous shit out to me like you're a bad mom and i'm like no, I'm not. Like, you just know You've I have kids. You've never seen anything about me being a mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, they just know I have kids. So they're like, you're bad at it. Like, you know, so it feels like they're, like, throwing shit at a wall and seeing what I'm sticks. I'm just picturing the fucking, the Sim meme with the burning baby on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through a lot online, and I've been online for almost a decade now. I understood, and I've lived through it, where it's like, damn, I let them know that, and it fucking bit me in the ass, and I shouldn't have done that. And so I'm not here to say that you shouldn't have shared Cody was a recovering addict, or you shouldn't have whatever. But if you cannot take that being used as ammunition against you, don't share it. Do not share things that are 
vulnerable to you that are untouchable to you. Because what you just said is, you do not talk about Cody, then do not share Cody. If there's one thing people do on the internet, it's scream into the void about anything and everything. So like you're trying to get people whose job it is to scream into the abyss to not talk and that's not gonna happen. So the only thing you could do is say, I'm taking that from you. I'm no longer gonna share this part of my life with you. And when I do, it's gonna be very particular things that if you hurl that at me, it's not gonna fucking hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, I even, you know, really battle with the decision to tell my followers that Noah was autistic, my son, because I'm like, that will hurt. You know, if someone fucking comes at me and says some shit about him being autistic, I'm going to lose my mind. But I decided, you know, I have a really good relationship with my audience. I know that a lot of my followers are going through the same thing and I feel like it's going to help more than it's going to hurt. So if it helps people more than it hurts me, then that's fine. And I kind of battled with that. But you got to do that with everything you share. And I don't think she's gotten that yet. And she's very like in her beginner influencer stage. And it's like, girlfriend, stop talking. Like That's literally what I want to do is like, put yeah, the phone well, down. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I had the privilege of when I gained a following, I was working for a company and I was already an adult. So I had the upper hand of like, I already was representing a company. So I knew I couldn't do anything inappropriate. So even, I mean, not that I would have anyway, but I had that added layer of like, oh, no, can't do that. And also people definitely got to know my personality, but not in the way that a lot of influencers open up their lives to people about like their personal lives. Yeah. Like we would do Q&As once in a while. But for the most part, you learn my personality through me doing other things. It wasn't like about things that I'm doing like when I'm not working because <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. I'm just confused in this situation because you know Rich Lux does dramatize things. And that video he posted was dramatizing that the girl posted, but it didn't even say anything negative or bad. It was just like, I wonder if she has tea, which to me is such a weird thing to ask. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Like everyone has an ex. Why would you assume that they're gonna like suddenly unveil the, this secret history that they're this horrible person or something that's gonna yeah. get Michaela? But then her response to that is to mention like eight times in a row that he's a recovering drug addict, which is the exact kind of thing that Rich Lux would run with and make up more stuff about. Why wouldn't you just have ignored it? Well, and then even though she like insinuates, she's like, they've been through some shit together. I mean, they were in. Why are you revealing all like, this? Like, we didn't know that's that. exactly what he wants. Yeah, I listen. The biggest thing that I learned, I feel like I've said this when we talked about Kanye West, but one of my friends gave me advice when I was going through online drama because I was just like, how am I not supposed to respond when you know something's fucking false? What you like, you have everything to prove it. Why wouldn't you? And That's she, why I responded so much. I know. It's hard not to. Honestly, I get it. I've been through every fucking aspect. And with things that are like really hurtful and you're like, how the fuck can I not speak right now? But my friend told me, she's like, you know, it's just like the Kanye West thing. When you go to the gas station and there's someone that's clearly under the influence screaming lunacy telling you, let's say they're calling you like, you whore, I know what you did. And you know, you've never met this person. Like literally you'd just be like, okay, have You'd a nice day. Like, <laughs> like, you're not going to sit there and be like, but I'm not a whore. Like, you know, it's just, you have to understand that some people, they're just going to do their thing and you have to do yours and stop. Number one, either stop giving them shit to talk about. Just do your makeup on TikTok. If your fiance is like getting uncomfortable with the hate or you're getting uncomfortable with the hate your fiance is receiving, perfect example, then just stop showing him number one. But a perfect example is like when I first started showing my husband, we were just dating mm -hmm. people 
hated him. <laughs> like a lot of people really hated him and were like, he looks like a douchebag. I give this marriage a year. Like people were like really fucking like hateful and whatever. I mean, to the insider, it was like a, a quick thing. Yeah, so I yeah, understand yeah. why people would be like, what's going on? But I don't know why you would hate him for like, no, no, he was, he was a little douchey when we first met. Like he was still in his like fuck boy era. Like we talk about that sometimes. He's like, yeah, I was, I was, it's true. But like, I just feel <laughs> like I didn't care. Cause I like, I genuinely was like, nah, I love this guy so much. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's how I felt. So I kept sharing him. Had it been something very hurtful to me, I would have just, I would have honestly just dropped it. I know I'm jumping all over the place and I'm sorry. I just wanted to, I'm like, my mind is racing because I've been through so much on the internet and so much, like so many stages. I feel like the topic is a little hollow, but the concept is bigger than. Well, yeah. And I feel like there's going to be many, many more of these situations from her specifically that keep coming up if she doesn't get what I'm saying. Not that I think she's going to watch this, even though, you know, them Hoffers. Like, Michaela, are you listening? <laughs> them Hoffers, who I mentioned in the last video, uh, the, foster. the foster parents. Yeah, they like, uh, they commented on TikTok and were like, hey, Jesse, thanks for the nice shout out or whatever. It was very sweet. Um, so you never know if Michaela's going to watch this is what I'm saying. Ooh. Hi, Michaela. <laughs> she probably clicked off by now. But it's not even like a hateful thing. It's just like, I remember when I first started Vine and I gained you know, millions of followers in a literal month, which I can like, obviously it wasn't 14 million followers, but it was a lot in a short amount of time. I was like obsessively checking my phone. It was so mentally draining. I was so in engulfed in that world. And I get wanting to share things that you love. And I've kind of found that like when I post on Facebook, I like to do that. Like I'll post my kids on Facebook and just talk like, you know, whatever, because it makes me feel like I'm sharing the things I love, but with a much smaller, you know, like people that yeah. actually know me. Um, but what I found after being so obsessive on my phone and with every comment and then being literally like run off the internet and then I came back and then I, you know, it was just like such a fucking disaster. If you, if you were there, you know, if you don't, whatever. But, um, you know, it was so drastic and the changes and I saw the fickleness of social media and I was one second on this pedestal and then I fell and I was like, what the fuck is this? Is that I understood that it wasn't necessarily real. It doesn't mean it doesn't give me real life benefits. I mean, Michaela just bought a beautiful home with her fiance, you know, like this does give you real life, tangible evidence of like, Mm -hmm. its value but it doesn't change and it, like once you put your phone down you don't see the people calling you ugly and fat and annoying and all the fucking shit like how lily has to tell me it's not that i don't check the comments but after a certain point i don't read the comments on the podcast because i'm like after like an hour or two shit's probably gonna get crazy there and i don't want to subject myself to it so it's not that i don't want to read what you guys are saying but i have very healthy boundaries with myself of like i am not going to consume things that hurt me period i'm not so like mm -hmm. Michaela kind of, I believe, needs to go into like a no comment reading, no sharing her fiance, like just go into like a cleanse mode, girl. Just figure out what your boundaries are and then stick to them because otherwise you're going to be stuck in this in a loop. I'm telling you right now. And I also, one of the things that I've been lucky about that when I grew my following that it wasn't me alone. I had other people. Yeah. So I can't say that I know what it's like to just have it all be like all eyes on you. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that once all eyes are on you, you are responsible for what you're putting out there. And whether it's appropriate or not, people are going to react a certain way. And usually you can kind of anticipate how they're going to react. And it does suck that you kind of have to like walk on eggshells and be careful of what you're posting. But that's kind of the trade-off with what you just said is that you do gain value from sharing these things and sharing your life but you have to understand the consequences that are going to come with it and there is kind of a trade-off it has nothing to do with like being fair so i don't want people to be like taking oh, it's what not we're fair. saying as like no, but this sucks and whatever 
But there, yeah, there is a trade-off. Just make it work for you. And that's my ultimate advice is make it work for you in any way that you can. It doesn't mean that it's fair. It just means that you need to understand the way that the internet works so that you can benefit from it like mentally the most the best that you can and honestly the best I you know uh benefit from the internet is like doing my shit posting my shit and skedaddling on out of there and just being like okay treating it separating it as work and not your entire life yes because then you when you do put your identity in it and you say okay this whole thing changed my whole life I am this thing the second you get that I'm you're ugly you're fat whatever comment It is your entire world crumbling. And it doesn't have to be that way. I wish that was the end of it. It's not. um, Because just as that was kind of happening, Dustin Daly, who he used to do a lot more drama focused videos, but he's recently like dove into like true crime and like he's done like deep dives into certain topics. Exactly. Yeah. So he tweeted, yeah, so Michaela is saying not to speak about Cody because he doesn't have social media. If that's the case, she shouldn't post him on her socials. She's clearly one of the biggest beauty gurus right now and anything she posts, people are going to look at and question. And I'm sorry, that is true. Yeah, like, I was going to say, that's essentially what you were saying. It's <laughs> like, objectively it's true. not saying that that's great, but... Then enters good old Jacqueline Hill. She said, hello. Jacqueline Hill entering the I'm chat. Here too. Yes. <laughs> so she responds to Dustin's tweet and she says, you're just mean, Dustin. You're making excuses to be awful to someone who doesn't deserve it. He's a recovering addict and doesn't need people posting about him for views. I watched gossip channels such as yourself hurt my ex and you continue to repeat the cycle grow up so she's obviously she's referring to john hill her ex-husband who passed away of a drug overdose okay but which dustin never i mean i've watched dustin for a long fucking time what the fuck did he ever say about john hill that would have ever result like he never i don't even remember him ever talking about john hill like he literally this is such a wild tweet before that when did he ever say something awful about Cody? What is she talking about? Rich Lux is the one who even posted the video that I don't even think was bad, which he doesn't agree with like half yeah. the shit Rich Lux does and he's not friends with Rich Lux. But he's like, what are you talking about? I didn't even say anything about Cody. Like, I'm just saying, if you're going to yeah. put him on social media, he was media, just commenting on the scenario. He didn't provoke the scenario. Jacqueline reposted this little exchange on Twitter and posted it to her Instagram story and said, I said what I said, tagged Dustin Daly, Nick Snyder, and Rich Lux and said, just stop it. I'm in tears over the way you treat this new generation of young creators. Don't put them through this for views. I've never canceled anyone in my life, unlike you. But y'all what need about, to reevaluate now we're your canceling? I thought you were just talking about Cody. Well, one thing that I want to say, and this is not my situation to talk about, but I want to, just in case people haven't seen Dustin's video, um, Dustin's sister about two years ago passed of a drug overdose. What the fuck, Jacqueline? Like, literally, it's so foul because number one, Dustin did nothing. Jacqueline, you are acting. Ooh, this is so upsetting to me. You are acting like the rumor mill isn't what keeps you in business. What isn't what keeps you relevant. Like, you wore a canceled fucking dress after lipstick gate, okay? I understand there are rude people. There are people that take it too far. There are people that like, I understand. That's not what's happening right now. So, By doing this, you're negating all of the people that actually do wrong in this industry, don't do their research, and are just malicious, right? Like people that just like talk to fucking talk. And I think Rich Lux talks to fucking talk. I'm unsure why she started grouping them together. And at all, literally. Like Dustin and Nick had nothing to do with this. The first thing that stood out to me was 
why the fuck is Jacqueline mentioning that he's a recovering addict? For someone that doesn't want to be spoken about on the internet, he's been literally outed for being an addict like 15 times in the last month. So. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with sharing that he's a recovering addict. My question is, do we all understand? Does everyone have their number two pencils and understand what we're talking about here? Because it has nothing to do with that. Well, like, just, I'm so using, confused. That's the point, though, is they're using that as like a pawn in their argument that I'm like, so you're using the person that you don't want to talk about and then even worse you're talking about drama channels talking about your ex i don't know john hill i don't know anything that led to his unfortunate passing i know nothing of that and i don't want to like act like i do but what i do know for a fact is that jacqueline herself shaded him online and jacqueline herself did several like petty things online which she has the right to do that's her ex-husband you know fuck it but like don't act like everyone's shitty for like reporting on the things you've said and done about john hill like she's just it's so bizarre to me that anyone would ever act like a drama channel would be responsible for someone's passing, especially putting it on someone like Dustin Daly, who has personal experience with this. Nick himself is a recovering addict. First of all, even if they did help Rich Lux make his video, how does any of this have anything to do with anything? Like, I'm so confused. You mean the video that didn't even mention anything about him being an addict? Literally, he was like chuckling because like Rich Lux like knew he didn't have shit. Like, he's like, what do you guys think? Like, do we have tea here? Like, he literally doesn't even know what he's talking about. He talks out of his ass. Jacqueline, you're in tears? I I just, You're I was, in tears, tears over what? because of drama. If I'm being 100% honest, I feel like we're going to get canceled for our take here. Whoa, fucking A. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, shit. It's oh, no. Was, oh, oh, shit, no. shit, shit, shit. Fuck. Oh, no. That's worse than my beer episode. Oh, no. Towel. Get a towel. The nearest one. That was tragic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is it all gone? No, I was going to say, the one benefit here is that it's still over half full. That was also nice. a downfall, though, because it's all over my floor Oh because no. it was very full. Okay, sorry Fun about facts. that. Uh, what were we saying? They were gonna get canceled? Yeah, actually, I feel like we needed that um, little like shift so that we stopped talking because I do feel like we're gonna get canceled for our take on this. I just, listen, I just feel like I understand that being an influencer comes with a lot of difficult judgment and harsh judgment and unwarranted judgment in a lot of, you know, scenarios and I get it. As someone who's gone through drama but also overall feels like 99.999% of the time I get only positive comments in a lot of scenarios. Like I don't feel like I get a lot of hate. I feel like the the key to that is number one, making a genuine connection with your fans and don't lie to them, don't bullshit them. They'll know if you're bullshitting them, like that type of thing. But also the removing access to things that genuinely hurt you. That's like the secret recipe to like, hey, let's keep this kosher. Let's keep this respectful. Also, I feel like the younger your audience gets, the more hectic shit she gets. So I feel like I also have an older adult audience who's not. Especially now because of how much they're online. So they are like all little FBI agents. Yeah, I we have to end this topic because we've been talking about it for too long. If you disagree, that's fine. I just think that there's just a way to do things. And I feel like hopefully Michaela like kind of figures that out and, and will, you know, as she evolves and is on the internet for a longer period of time, will get it. Because this whole like Jacqueline Hill, like don't do this to the new generation. Like, girl, let's get real with it. Let's understand it. Like get what, instead of doing this like teary eyed, like, oh, don't, don't hate us. Don't talk about us. Let, don't give them anything else. Don't give them shit that to work with because they're going to take it and they're going to fucking go for it and just I think she'll figure that out hopefully and if she doesn't we'll be back here 
<laughs> next week talking about the same thing. Like, like what we're doing right now, is this like malicious? I don't think so. We're just like talking about it. We're just shooting the shit. Like, I don't think, I don't wish Michaela or Jacqueline Hill any ill will. No. It's just like, hey, you did something online. Now we're talking about it. That's it. That's all it is. Well, and that's, I, I think in the case of um, Michaela in particular, I mean, with all influencers too, this should be something they consider, but pick and choose what you respond to. Because yep. again, had she not responded to Rich Lux, none of this would have happened. And this has all just created more discourse around the yep. person that she says was the reason that she said all this began to That is the fucking ticket. Because she didn't want him talked about. I don't know. But anyway, we can move on now because holy shit. That, I think that was like a full episode's worth. Yeah. The thing with topics like that, it's that it's not necessarily that many facts involved. It's like a lot of just the discussion afterwards. And then we just go on too many You know, we, we do be talking. Which is kind of the situation for the next topic. But we'll try and keep Keep it um, shorter. Mm -hmm. Set down my truly. Wanted to make sure it's sturdy. <laughs> so Logan Paul. Do we know them? I don't. You do. Unfortunately, I met him once and he was super fucking rude. Anyway, actually, I met him twice. I met him twice. Wow. Rude both times. Yeah, I have a similar story. The second, not to get into it, but like the first time he was with Sam Pepper when I almost fought Sam Pepper. Oh, great. Fun times. But the second time, uh, we were both like doing a brand deal for this scary movie. I can't remember what it was, but we had to film TikToks in the same area. And I saw him and I, he has like, been rude and said a lot of bad shit about me online but you know what i said jesse's gonna be a big girl today and i'm gonna go up to him and be like hey how are you and i literally said that and he looked at me mind you it was just me and him in like the little room with like the club sandwiches and like he literally looked at me and was just like and like ignored me ignored my existence it was the most awkward moment of my life another person that i'm sure that logan would now shade like that in public his name is steven i don't know his last name that runs the youtube channel coffeezilla yep. which has really blown up in like the last year and he does these deep dive investigative exposés basically on mostly i think he's in like the crypto space yeah and the reason he's been able to do it is be i'm also kind of speaking out of my ass right now because i don't know anything about crypto but as far as i know with the crypto with the blockchain and all <laughs> it's you all, know <laughs> all the transactions are public online yes so it's easy for a, just a random person to be able to do research and trace certain transactions back to certain people or like times or whatever so i think that's the reason he's been able to do a lot of these videos because he does have solid facts and proof behind what he's putting out right that i think a lot of people just aren't usually willing to put in the time to look through and find and i think he's gotten like a lot of people i don't know if you'd say canceled because also i hate the term canceled being associated with people just being exposed for like actually committing right. crimes yeah. <laughs> like, actually that's not what canceled should be like canceled is like if they said something super inappropriate and then you like want everyone to be like yes i agree that was inappropriate we don't like them anymore saying they did a crime <laughs> is not being like we should all, yeah we should all that that's and not, not even one that happened like a decade ago it's like currently happening exactly and one that they can literally prove right so the whole logan paul thing is very complicated but basically coffeezilla did a three-part docuseries thing about it and what he exposed was that essentially the entire if you don't know crypto zoo was this like crypto nft venture that logan had announced he was doing a while ago i like over a year ago because this investigation even that coffeezilla was doing has been going on for like a year basically what coffeezilla has exposed is that everyone involved in this is essentially like a con man or a criminal of some kind except maybe logan and his manager yeah which that's one of the things is like they personally 
the two of them have not made any money off this, which is kind of the hill that Logan is dying on to be like, I'm not a scammer, I haven't made any money. Which like, I don't know if that really excuses everything else that went on, but it's a lot to explain. So I recommend you go watch the CoffeeZilla three-part series. It's very informative. And now why we're talking about it is Logan has seen the three-part docuseries and he has responded multiple times on Twitter and also he has made a video that I actually watched right before we filmed this and oh it god is such a fucking just mess because basically Logan's stance on this is that he's not just defending himself which is my problem with this entire situation Logan has not just come forward to be like hey, CoffeeZilla was misinformed because the people he talked to were my former employees and stuff and people working with me on this, and they're all con people. That would be one way to handle it. Instead, Logan has taken the road to, while saying that, also, apparently he's suing CoffeeZilla for defamation. Oh, and for fuck's sake. And he has really taken aim at CoffeeZilla's entire career. Actually, even, will you pull up Logan's video and just watch yeah. like the first 30 seconds? Mm-hmm. Because it's him introducing this entire thing as CoffeeZilla used to be a good investigator, but now he's compromised his integrity and is just in it for the clout. And he used to be a good investigator, but now he talk about me and I don't like I'm it. I'm so <laughs> sick of people being like, they used me for clout. They used me for money. Bro, no, no, he didn't. He had three episodes worth of content. CoffeeZilla, I watched her three-part series called Investigating Logan Paul's Biggest. Oh, P.S. Um, I have a couple comments going into this. One, please explain to me what is going on with the zoom and the camera movement because it's kind of like, you know, those TikToks where it follows the head. And then also he posted him like against a green screen, like wearing a little suit like CoffeeZilla wears in his videos to like- Yeah, and then he didn't even say, do like, it for the video. Say like something's coming. He only has it for like two seconds of the video, but he does the entire thing kind of in- a green screeny format. And one more thing before we keep going, because I'm reading the in the description right now and it says, I recently got accused of scamming. This is my response. Will you look up the definition of scamming for us? Because <laughs> I'm curious, just because it, notoriously, I think the like being termed a scammer has really set some people off. I always think it's so odd because I'm like, they act like it's just the worst insult you could possibly have, which like, yeah, I don't want to be called a scammer. But like, do you get what it means? A scam is a term used to describe any fraudulent business or scheme that takes money or other goods from an unsuspecting person. So I'll just say right now, going into this, Logan has yet to prove that there is any kind of thing, like people have actually invested money in this crypto zoo thing, yet he has yet to provide anything for it. Let's see what he says, hold on. CoffeeZilla, I watched her three-part series called Investigating Logan Paul's Biggest Scam, and like many on this platform, you have successfully used my name for views and money. While your work used to be impartial, your addiction to clicks has clouded your judgment and you've made very real errors with very real repercussions. Coffee, you took a shot at my reputation. Uh, So in this video today, I'm gonna be defending myself with facts, something that you have gotten in the habit of twisting as you continue to morph from an investigator. Oh, to I see a what gossip. you're saying. Too much motion. Like, why is it moving? You're it's not. like, yeah, it, it, it's almost like Deaf Noodles boat camera, but like a little it's, bit. It's like it's stabilizing it, but it's nothing. Is, again, nothing is moving, so I don't. Yeah, very it, weird. 
You see, CoffeeZilla tried to work with law enforcement in the past, but his work was described as not anchored to truth and often speculative. He by who? Yeah, I was just gonna say, okay, a quote by who? Like for someone that's so into facts and sources, I'm like, literally you are talking out of your ass. And also why do you need to discredit him so much before you prove your own innocence, supposedly? <laughs> Let's just say the comments don't Lopsided agree. journalist with an agenda, and he's nothing more than the Keemstar of crypto and finance. But as opposed to just telling you, I'm gonna show you some of the core discrepancies that I caught in CoffeeZilla's investigation. Coffee, you interviewed the developer who stole the game code, fled to Switzerland, and held it hostage for a million dollars. Well, his name is Zach Kelly. Is this the movie Taken? <laughs> What's happening? Literally, the whole story is the most ridiculous thing, and that's why I recommend you go watch the three-part series. Let me give you the quick rundown of this thing is called CryptoZoo that he made and he started promoting it and he was like, it was the most annoying clips I've ever seen. It's like, uh, Mike Maylack, is that how you say Maylack, yeah. It's like him and George pumping him up about it. They're like, what's this new venture you're doing? And like, they know already. <laughs> it's like this weird little scripted exchange. Okay. And it's Logan being like giddy about it, being like, it's this really fun game. You keep using a, and you just did it again, you keep using a word there, game. You're not using like a project. It's a game. It's a game. It's a fun, it's a really fun game that makes you money. Still to this day, don't understand how this is a game or how it sounds fun whatsoever. So it is a game. Thing, well, that's what they're calling it. It's called CryptoZoo. And you have to use crypto, I believe, to buy, I, I don't really understand the whole you have to buy these eggs. Then you have these eggs that are NFTs. So oh, for pictures, fuck's sake. Okay. Essentially. Sorry, my favorite thing that Ethan does with NFTs is he'll like screenshot them and he'll be like, there you go. I have it. <laughs> That's, I, it makes no sense to me. I know. Anyway. Um, but so you buy these egg NFTs and then they, you can, ha you can hatch them. So you've already spent money and you bought this mystery egg that you don't know what it's going to be. And then okay. you hatch it and it's going to be an animal of some kind, which has, I guess, a very level of v value and then you can buy multiple eggs and so they hatch into multiple animals and then you can breed these animals together to create hybrid animals so essentially what is happening here is they're literally just photoshopping to like any photos that have been released from this thing it's genuinely two stock photos of animals being photoshopped together he promotes this shit like it is revolutionary and he's like we had handmade art made for this it's quick to make a digital asset with you know unique randomly generated characteristics we handmade art for the past six months, bro. Approval, very specific notes, 10 different artists making art for our project. A development team that has to be wizards because you're dealing with blockchain, people's money, uh, transactions. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, a handmade, yeah, someone photoshopped two stock photos together? Correct, that is what happened. Why are you acting like this is so cool? And past that, what is the game? There's, it's not like, once you have these animals, they can battle or they do something. Or I was like, it's not like it's a Tamagotchi. There's nothing so to do confused. with them. You just then sell them afterwards or make money somehow. And it's supposed to be this like passive income thing. It makes 
zero sense to me because it's essentially a very complicated way of buying like a mystery box, but this mystery box actually just holds this picture of an animal that is supposedly worth something. But despite all of my confusion about this concept and everything, apparently there were investors and people that bought into it who have now since not seen anything from it because it has never actually worked. But that's also partly because as you're listening right now, one of the developers, which he even has said at times and what I really don't understand is Logan's like, yeah, like kids love it. The developers' kids can't stop playing it. What do you, literally I'm asking, what do you mean by that? What, are they clicking hatch? and then that's the game. That's what they're playing. My that's head hurts. Only, I don't get like. it. <laughs> so basically um, the developer that he had working on it claims that Logan never paid him. So then he just like stopped doing it and he talked on the phone with CoffeeZilla. So Logan here is now discrediting this guy, which, okay fine. Maybe this guy is lying out of his ass. CoffeeZilla doesn't place a whole lot of trust in any of these people and the whole time I feel like he's like putting out disclaimers like these people all were lying. These people all did this. But my problem with it is that Logan is acting like he was just blindsided by this entire docuseries. But my biggest problem with it is that in the CoffeeZilla videos there's recordings of conversations with Logan's manager. So it's like they had the opportunity and he was like providing no comment, even though he like talks a decent amount. But like he had the chance to say all of that originally when CoffeeZilla was seeking comment. And instead Logan's acting like, we didn't know you were making it. You should have reached out to me personally. Logan, you're an influencer. That's a huge media personality. Why the fuck wouldn't he reach out to your manager? I feel like the- like, Are you kidding? You know, everything you need to know would be said in literally this guy coffeezilla has three full length super intricate videos obviously a lot of effort a lot of research a lot of time went into it and logan's response is seven minutes get the fuck out of here everything you need to know is that and the first minute was all about just saying that coffeezilla is like and i'm liar. sorry but this bullshit Without of like proof. oh but you want the clicks you want the everybody on youtube wants the clicks okay you don't just make youtube videos because you don't want anyone to see them i feel like that's so stupid obviously this guy has gain popularity and whatever but people that demonize like oh youtubers that just want the click everybody wants the clicks everybody wants the clicks what are you talking about like you want to like have I, the way he talks about it and the way other people talk about it is like there's a rolodex of like top creators that it's like hmm who should i take down today so i can grow my channel and it's no so annoying maybe he just happened to come across this information that was crazy and like you're you've millions of followers and you're still able to quote unquote scam for legal reasons but like no yeah. you don't get bullshit <sighs> anyway uh let's keep going as the internet detective that you proclaim to be you would know that he spent time in prison for multiple felonies one for aggravated robbery armed robbery at a liquor store bragging that this guy was your developer obstructing the legal process i can see why you kept him anonymous who will be calling z here i guess among many things it doesn't surprise me that he lied about having 30 engineers and a fifty thousand dollar a week burn rate. On my end, which side note is how this delusionist landed on the million dollar code ransom, but it turns out he only had three engineers. Wouldn't someone with journalistic integrity know their credible source had not only pause, an agenda, pause. but him pulling out this journalistic integrity shit? I'm like, you started this video with quotes from no one. I'm sorry, am, am I just dumb or am I not understanding like, you're saying that CoffeeZilla lacks 
intelligence, integrity, whatever, because he didn't know things that either you knew when you hired him as your developer or that you didn't know and you found out after he screwed you over, which makes you dumb. That, that's exactly, it's number two. So now that you know it, you're using that information yes. as like, oh, a gotcha, but you also didn't know it and you had invested money in this person. That's what I just no. said. I was like, he's bragging that this no. is his developer. Like, I, I like that's not what he's doing, so but he's stupid. using it as a gotcha moment. And I'm like, um, shouldn't this be a gotcha moment for you though? <laughs> but actually makes you dumb. So is the whole thing just like this? So it's yeah, again, like, like it, it's- I hired a bunch of criminals. to like skew everything as a way to be then an attack back on CoffeeZilla. And I'm like, if this was really all bullshit, you wouldn't have to attack CoffeeZilla. You would just be able to defend yourself. And hes it's not uh, like he's classic. just reacting to claims. It's like, no, he's going out of his way to attack CoffeeZilla. Your journalistic integrity. Logan, shut up. Are you kidding? You're the last motherfucker who should be talking about that. And then I guarantee you, if someone said that, he'd be like, well, I'm not a journalist. And it's like, well, oh my yeah. God. First of all, the fact that it's so short, I knew it was going to be dumb, but that's like the dumbest route he could have gone because all of the people that you're talking about and saying like, oh, but this person that you interviewed was a fucking criminal, went to prison. Like, why'd you hire Exactly. Logan? It's like, well, what? they're all like, people it's from so your bad. team. So what does that say? Like <laughs> classic Logan moment. <laughs> Basically, what has come out of this is Logan's trying to be like, I was the one that was scammed. And then I had to stop talking about it publicly and promoting it publicly while we figured it out. But it's like, yeah, but then you were allowing your your viewers to be scammed, whether it was intentionally by you or not, because all of this happened. And then you never I, explained it I get it what to he's anyone. saying. But so, yeah, it, like, basically he's saying, I didn't know these people were shady, horrible people. I thought we were all going to do this great deal. Then it wasn't a great deal. I had to stop talking about it. Totally get that. But... He pads the entire thing with this other bullshit to make it even. Yeah, it's, it's fault, that. Right? Just, that is still your fault for not vetting the people that you're doing millions and millions of exactly. dollars deal with, and then exposing your audience to those people. That's on you. And yeah, it was your mistake. It doesn't mean that maybe you did that intentionally, but you still did it. So like again, that's the thing. It's even if he wanted to frame this whole video as I did not scam anyone. I was scammed and I am trying to fix it as best I can. And I'm really sorry that this whole thing happened, but that's not because what Because they can't. Because it's Logan Paul. <laughs> like literally he's not capable of being like, I mean, he kind of did it for the side forest thing, you know, where he's just like, I fucked up because he literally had no route there. Like he was like banned from like YouTube yeah. monetization and shit. But other than that, I've never, like he just doesn't know how to just be like, dude, fucked up, whoops. God, and that's the thing. It's like, he does it like that exact same thing throughout the video. He just keeps naming people and like what they've done wrong. And I'm like, this is exactly like getting mad for a creator that took a brand deal that was a scam, for example. It's that they didn't do their research. And whether that was intentional or not, it depends on the situation. But like, just be honest about it rather than That's trying. my worst now fucking are, now nightmare. Now you're blaming CoffeeZilla? That's honestly my worst nightmare. You saw it happen with a bunch of people with like BetterHelp and stuff where they promote something and it just like is not a good situation. And it happened recently with that like name plots or like buying like the Lord, getting <laughs> your name like Lord Jesse well, or Lord, what I, would I be? It's, a, it's uh, a lady. duchess, oh lady. Uh, so people yeah. would like buy that title and it was all about like a scam and bullshit. So my <sighs> thing is, is like, 
that can totally happen because as influencers, we get a ton of emails of just like, hey, we're from this brand and we'll pay this much. And you're like, oh, well, like I've never woken up and just been like, hey, I want to be a lady or something. But like, that's kind of low-key dope, like whatever. And you just it's, think it would be cool that... to promote and then it's not. And then you can just be like, whoops, I didn't know that. So like that's, it's fine to do that as an influencer because it could totally happen. It doesn't, I mean, this is a little bit different. It's like, yo, do your oh, research. This is definitely very different, but it's the same concept of like, maybe you weren't in charge of hiring the people, but if it's going to be under your name and you're the one promoting it, wouldn't you want to make sure that you got good people on your team? Yeah, yeah, That this is a... Uh... It wouldn't be as easy of an apology as taking a bad brand deal that you could be like, shit, I'm so sorry, I really didn't realize. This is like, what do you mean you didn't realize? Like, this is kind of a big thing to not realize. Yeah. But instead, he's just pointing out all the things he didn't realize and then saying it's that like, that's Zilla's why CoffeeZilla yeah. is not legit. And I'm like, that's not the case though. Yeah, like, yeah, he, it's bizarre. CoffeeZilla more is presenting why CryptoZoo is a scam. Not necessarily that Logan was like at the head of all of it, but the fact that Logan represents it does make it his scam. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a bizarre argument. Uh, he could have, he could have. Uh, I was brought this back surprised. to the drawing board and like, tried again. He could have just said nothing. To be I honest. know. Yeah. Not really. I think he would have had to address it. But honestly, had he just been honest, I think it could have gone a lot differently because I don't think he went into the whole crypto zoom thing maliciously. Yeah. Uh, in the aspect of, I don't think he was trying to like steal money from people and give them nothing. At the same time, back to what I said is describing it kind of as a mystery box and also him talking about like developers' kids loving it. I do feel like that whole aspect of it's a bit questionable because why the fuck are you like promoting crypto stuff to children and gambling basically? Because that's what mystery boxes are. I don't know. I'm, I don't. Like when I hear crypto, my brain goes <laughs> like numb. Like Jesse's brain hurts. <laughs> Literally, my brain goes numb. It's like when my uh, husband tries to talk to me about like history and stuff. I'm like, space out. Again, I don't know anything about crypto, but think of it as like it, literally, if you could buy no, a no, no, box no, no, I know it, I, bucks. I know it. Please don't explain. No, well, and then it's like Logan selling literally pictures of animals. Like he's literally doing it, so it's more appealing for children. Yeah. So yeah, at the end of the day, um, do I think that he had just super wholesome intentions going into making CryptoZoo? No, I don't. But I don't think that he went into it trying to scam everyone. I think that he got fucked yeah, over Yeah, I didn't see too. the whole CoffeeZilla thing, but I did see it at the very, very beginning when he shows like DMs. And Logan's just like, yeah, like I love that idea. He just wants to make money. Like he doesn't really think a lot. Exactly. He's just like, yeah, bro, that's, let's do it. Let's fucking make some thing. money. I'm like, do I think this was like this wholesome, like he was super excited about this really cool. No, but he needs I to be more careful. So. I don't think he thought it was revolutionary. But I think that at the end of the day, it just comes down to one, what you do. And usually more importantly, which none of these influencers seem to be understanding is how you react afterwards. But that's it, huh? That's... Yeah, that was... Sorry if that was kind yeah. of a clusterfuck of a to uh, topic, but I felt like we should touch on it. Oh, hey there. Lily again here with another update that we wanted to film in person but didn't have time to. So anyway, as if Logan Paul hadn't already handled all of this incredibly poorly, wow, he just brings things to a whole new level. Because for context, the third installment of CoffeeZilla's three-part series was put up on December 23rd. So on December 26th, Logan Paul tweets out, that he has invited CoffeeZilla on Impulsive, and he screenshots an email that he has sent to CoffeeZilla. He writes, Hey Steven, I'd love to extend the offer for you to come on Impulsive in person to discuss CryptoZoo. Of course, we'll cover all flights and accommodations. Look forward to hearing back. Best, 
Logs. Yes, that is how he signs off. And yes, I am assuming he means logs, although it does look like logs, but I guess that's not important here. So moving on. He responds by um, quote tweeting Logan's tweet and saying, Logan quote, invited me on his show, but didn't include the email 24 hours before where I invited him first onto my show along with Eddie, Crypto King, and Jeff. Those are major players in this whole crypto zoo scheme. Scheme? Scam? For legal purposes, we'll say scheme. It sounds less severe. He continues and says, I'm happy to fly Logan down or live stream it, but I'm not flying to his crypto zoo tax haven on New Year's. Because remember, this is all taking place like December 26th. So it is a little um, presumptuous that Logan just thinks that CoffeeZilla is gonna drop everything and come fly to Puerto Rico. Like, what are you talking about? Anyway, CoffeeZilla also attaches to that tweet his email that he had sent to Logan, where it says, it makes me sad to see you try and discredit my work given how many times I've reached out to you in good faith. Nevertheless, once again, I want to invite you to tell your side of the story on my platform. If you have nothing to hide, this should be a no-brainer. We can chat about everything CryptoZoo. I would extend the same invitation to Eddie, Jeff, and Crypto King as well. All that matters is the truth, the victims, and making things right for the single mothers, fathers, and kids who invested millions, which honestly I can't believe is a real thing, but I digress. He continues, I can even put you in contact with them if you'd like. I think they deserve to hear this stuff straight from you. Thanks, Steven. CoffeeZilla then responds to that and says, if we live stream it, I will donate 100% to the crypto zoo victims. And if we have any left over, I will give it to Dink Doink holders. If you're unfamiliar, Dink Doink is another failed NFT slash crypto project. I don't really know what it was, but Logan was responsible and it was also a scam. So in response to all of that, uh, Logan goes back on Twitter and says, I sent this message to CoffeeZilla five days ago. I haven't heard back, so I'll be releasing a response to his scam allegations tomorrow on my YouTube channel. And he screenshots an email that he sent to CoffeeZilla where he says, hey Steven, saw your tweet. Since this entire narrative has unfolded on your platform, I can't imagine you'd mind having this discussion with me on mine. Of course we wouldn't monetize. Of course not, because why would you ever try and make money to then uh, resolve some of the issues you've caused? That would make no sense at all, would it? He then says, this episode of Impulsive is scheduled for January 2nd in LA, so we can consider a neutral location if you respond to this email by the weekend. Best logs or logs, whichever you prefer. So basically where we're at is CoffeeZilla is not gonna go on Impulsive and Logan Paul is not gonna go on CoffeeZilla. So basically uh, we were all left waiting for Logan Paul's response and oh my God, did we get it. You would think he would have some good stuff prepared, but no, no, he does not. We're not gonna go through a lot of it because honestly, it's, it's just it, it, headache inducing. But um, here are a couple highlights that even CoffeeZilla chose to tweet out. He's, pro he's probably gonna um, uh, put, 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 put people who have lost here on, on a pillar and, 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 and highlight them. That's what I would do if I were him. I'd milk the shit out of this. And like I said, he's probably going to. He's good, he's very good. Um, but it, it, part six is the more he says and the more he continues to spread this misinformation that this was any sort of con or scam, the more I have for the lawsuit that I am filing. Because remember, I mentioned earlier, he's um, suing him for defamation, which is interesting because I'm still unsure what the untrue parts of CoffeeZilla's docuseries were. Why did you block him on Twitter? It's like a little gnat. It's like a little fucking annoying gnat. And it bothers me. He won. He won. He won. He got to me, bro. He's the, mo he's the most formidable opponent I've had. I'm not kidding. The guy's, the guy's good. But anyway, the good thing here is that most people 
seem to be able to smell right through his bullshit. And their response to both his initial response and this podcast have been, people are not having it. People don't believe him. People think he's a liar. And now they are looking at him even worse because of how he's tried to cover this up. But after the podcast went up, CoffeeZilla got to work on his response and was teasing on Twitter that it was gonna come out on January 6th. But later that day, he quote tweeted that initial teaser and said, Logan called me. He said he's deleting the two responses and is dropping the lawsuits. I believe he's making a third response, which I'll be delaying my video to include. Hopefully this time he takes accountability and refunds the victims of CryptoZoo. That's what matters. He then responds to that with a screenshot of Logan messaging his Discord server for CryptoZoo and saying, hey all, just wanted to update you. I deleted my initial response to Coffee series. It was rash and misaligned with the true issue at hand. So I called him today and apologized. The war is not with Coffee. In fact, I'm grateful he brought this to light. Are you? <laughs> I will be taking accountability, apologizing, and coming forward with a plan in the near future. Thank you all for believing in this project and sticking with me. I know it's been bumpy, but your support is everything to me, and I will make this right. Seems like maybe something you should have said um, when you realized that your entire team were criminals and they had stolen the code and you had no game anymore. It seems like maybe that's when you should have said that, but I mean, better late than never, I guess. So, um, yeah, following that, it looks like, uh, he did delete his initial response, but it does not look like he removed the impulsive episode. So I guess that's where we're at. So, um, hopefully this next attempt will, uh, go a little better. It'll be his third attempt actually. So, um, would have been nice if it didn't take that long to get here, but Alas, are we surprised? Anyway, I probably missed a million things, but um, I think that's it. Oh, and if you're looking to get into CryptoZoo, it's projected to come out um, 2023 or 2024 because, you know, they have to start from scratch. Oh, also, did I mention that there was a YouTuber that apparently spent like two hours and literally created an entire game in, you know, just two hours? Because that happened. Thought you should know. Okay, that's it. Bye. Lastly, one thing I wanted to revisit was quickly uh, Brittany Dawn. What? Why? <laughs> because <laughs> just to say that I spoke to... So one thing that I didn't realize until after we were done filming, because we basically landed at... People have been accusing that, that maybe she didn't really foster this baby, that she paid like a Christian organization and bought it. And I didn't, for some reason, I like had just like a brain malfunction and didn't connect that while we were talking about it, that that would make so much sense as to how she would have gotten this baby. Cause that was like our main thing is who would have approved them when they have so much stuff going on, when like she just had a miscarriage, when they had the dog thing, when she's an influencer and she's posting all and about And being sued by the state online. of Texas. Forgot about that, <laughs> that too. And we didn't even go into, everyone tweeted it to me that her uh, husband like use, is an ex-cop that- uh, Used excessive force, I saw that. Yep. What what so the fuck? A lot of things that and have you seen not that? have. I guess it's from a snark Reddit, but everybody calls her B Dong, like D O N G, like Dong, like Dick. No, I have. I think it's Thank funny. Thank you for clarifying. I <laughs> B Dong. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. But so I, the whole time we kept being like, who would have given them the baby? And then after seeing her post the baby so much, even without the face, that's still strange. And like the wording she's using in the captions, we kept being like, how would they not have taken it away? Well. Maybe 
if she fucking bought the baby, there's no one to take it away. I just, I, I hate this bought the baby business. I'm like, I do too, but it does make a lot more sense not to be, this is alleged. It's not, I don't know anything. don't know her. Don't just learned about her last couple of weeks ago. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree that it's, it makes no sense. Yeah. Then I maybe reached out to a friend that will remain anonymous, but um, <laughs> they worked in the, uh, I'll just say they're very familiar with foster laws and foster like placing and have personally done a lot of like, uh, they were the ones approving whether children would go to foster. Oh, okay. But that being said, they're not in the state of Texas. And they said that it definitely ranges, laws range from state to state and just like how things work. But Given all of the information that I provided, they were very quick to be like, um, I never in a million years would have placed that child in that home ever. I, and I don't even think I told all of the stuff that she's done. So it was just like a few of the, the bullet points. And they were like instantly, no, absolutely not. And then when I posted that she had been posting all the pictures of the baby, she was like, my friend was like, no, definitely not. They would like yeah. re remove the child from her custody. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, so theories, what could be happening? And what makes me sick is that just as gross as buying the baby, my friend said that there could be a situation where like they know people uh, in the CPS office or in the courts, like they might know a judge and basically like weasel their way into getting higher on yeah. a list for approval and like getting certain treatment because they knew people involved and that that's apparently not unheard of at all. I mean, that makes sense to me too. And I, I feel, you know, a lot of people who are more familiar with the Brittany Dawn situation commented a lot of different things that I wasn't aware of. One of them was that she posted about the baby's drug withdrawals. Um, like I guess the baby was born drug addicted and was going through withdrawals and she like posted about that like oh it's so heartbreaking whatever. She also makes a lot of mentions and like alludes to the fact that the baby is not loved and that like now she can finally you know they can give love to the baby and like that's not like not all foster kids are just like unloved, abandoned babies. Oh, that, in a fucking... And so that was another thing. My friend also confirmed that the large majority of foster babies, the point is reunification. It's not yeah. that these are a bunch of motherless babies that all just need new families. It's that the mother just can't take care of them at that very moment. Which is that... obviously the case if the baby was born drug addicted. Obviously the mom is probably an addict or something of the sort, which we shouldn't even fucking know. She shouldn't no, be like, saying that. Which is that. really gross of her to yeah. use then as a way to kind of get her audience on her side to be like, oh, thank goodness you're giving this child the home it needs when like, no, that's inappropriate and you shouldn't be sharing it to begin you with. You shouldn't know. I mean, even if it was your kid, we shouldn't know if they were born like, with any I, we shouldn't fucking know that's all I'm saying but I think um there was a lot more that I was unaware of and I just can't imagine that anybody actually doing their research into placing this baby would choose them yeah honestly. oh and then also um aside from my conversation with my friend we had posted in the last one we did the little update that had the videos on James and yeah, like how yeah. they still owe him the money but I had also watched a video where a girl went through all of her stories about him oh my god it was you a lot. Guys, it was uh, like I knew it was ridiculous, but 
fuck. It was like, oh my god. It was so obviously exploiting this man. It was just a very weird dynamic. And they filmed everything up until a certain point. And then they just like miraculously stopped. Like we already had said, I think we mentioned that like, it's a little weird that they wouldn't film themselves like giving him the money that they right. supposedly raised. It's not a little weird. It is the weirdest thing ever. Well, he they would never have filmed that entire scenario and then not given like the final. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, he says like that he was grateful for the help that they did or whatever, but that like he feels like they did it for different reasons or like an ulterior motive. And honestly, I, I find it just also fucking disgusting. And I just, she is a lot worse than I even realized like in that video. Because remember when we filmed the video, we didn't know that there was confirmation that James actually did get scammed out of that money, which means yeah. they're just roaming around with over $20,000 that they raised under false pretenses for a homeless man that they didn't even, I think they gave him 6,000 eventually. And that was it. It's like, yeah, where's exactly. the rest so, motherfucker? Which like, not to assume it's like, well, what did they use the money for? They must have bought a baby. No, I don't think that that's necessarily the reason we should believe that they bought the baby. I think the fostering aspects maybe call some things into question, but the money, I'm like, well, it sounds like they have a lot of money issues. So they probably burned it immediately because wasn't she scamming people out of hundreds yeah. of thousands? They probably yeah. have a lot of lawyer fees now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that like, obviously she's gross and <laughs> I don't like her yeah at all. no I, as if I wasn't as like um not team Brittany Dawn last yeah. video more so this time I think yeah but yeah I think that's <sighs> it for today uh fun time or for sure canceled on this episode so it was nice having you if you've been here for a minute um thank you and uh if we don't see you next week we understand we're just getting more no, like candid with our hot episode takes 30. oh no no we have to we will see you next week um anyway uh, that's it. I know we've been here rambling long enough, so we'll we'll let you go. But I hope you enjoyed uh, this episode, and yeah, we'll see you next Sunday. <laughs> the episode's like fifteen minutes because we've got everything. No, nope. <laughs> literally. <laughs> anyway, see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye.